So in this podcast, Mark and I are going to talk about the power of if. Very small little word, but yeah. clearly one of the biggest words in the English language, the whole idea of if. Because if is all about possibilities, oh. hope, uh, choice, free will. Yeah. I mean, you can't have an if without free will. Right. Uh, and it's empowering. So empowering. It means I have some volition in my life. It also means that you have a say in crafting your future destiny, oh, yeah. uh, both here on this earth, like the destiny of your marriage or mm-hmm. et cetera, your happiness, mm-hmm. but also eternally. Mm-hmm. And so God created a world with if. So many ifs. And there are it. a lot of those ifs are in scripture. So we thought we'd walk through some of them. Like, what does God say? And you know, we have like two different categories. So we have sort of the ifs that, you know, are more like warnings, like don't do this because of that. Don't do that, you know, because of this. So what? let's walk through those ifs and really so this can empower us to avoid all of the following ifs. And then when we're done with that, we'll end on a positive note and look at all the blessings that God says we can enjoy when we do the right thing with our blessings. Well, one of them, and I guess the basis for it kind of comes out of Deuteronomy 11:26. Behold, I set before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing, if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today. And the curse, if you do not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside from the way which I command you today. That's pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. If you obey God, you're blessed. If mm-hmm. you disobey God, you're under a curse. And notice that both of those are prefaced with if. We are not genetically or fate or the stars or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're not set either direction. Mm-hmm. God points out the direction we should go. Yeah. The commandments then are presented to us. Yeah. But we make the final choice. Exactly. What else? First Corinthians sixteen twenty two. If you don't love the Lord, then you're anathema. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let's avoid that. Okay. So let's avoid well, that. What one. does anathema mean? Accursed. Under a curse. You are under a curse. And yeah. you love the Lord. The thing is that you can see this played out. Honestly, you can see when people love the Lord, you see lives with way less chaos. I mean, every day, all day, every day. It's so true. So in Romans 8:13, if we live after the flesh, we will die. And so I guess that's the thought. If we just kind of keep living for ourselves, mm-hmm. we're not going to end up saved. Right. And certainly not spiritually. You know what the weird thing is? Sometimes not physically. Like mm-hmm. sometimes the darkness will physically kill you as well. And that's what we're that's why we do these podcasts. It's because we want we want to be a source of of light to you so that you can experience all the best in this life and in the life to come. What else, honey? Well, it says in 1 Timothy 5, 8, if you don't provide for your own, you're worse than an unbeliever. So Mm. you need to work and take Mm -hmm. care of your family. Mm -hmm. If everybody did that, can you imagine? Like, what does that do to a culture? Well, think about all the money we would have to do things that really, people really absolutely need help. Uh Uh-huh. If everyone... If everyone who could work was working. Oh, yeah. 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 You'd be looking at an economy that could accomplish an amazing things. Right. Amazing things. What other ifs? 
Um, there's the warning that if we defile the temple of God, God will destroy us. First Timothy, or excuse me, First Corinthians three sixteen and seventeen. I think there it's in the context of if we like cause havoc in a local congregation, a oh, church. Okay. So I think that's the idea there in that particular passage. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be talking about like our bodies. No. We'd, First Corinthians chapter six uh, kind of leans in that direction oh, where okay. it talks about hey your body's the temple of Holy Spirit. Gotcha. So the church we need to respect the local church. Yes. And we also respect the body that God gave us. Gotcha. So Galatians one eight and nine if we preach another gospel contrary to the one that is found in the Bible we're under a curse. Well, well you got to know what the Bible says if you're going to make sure you don't do that one. You know, right. to, to make sure you're not preaching a gospel gospel contrary to what the Bible says. Yeah, and just be humble. We don't need another gospel. It yeah. doesn't need to be updated. Yeah. You don't have to have your own little sort of thing that you find. Uh-huh. Uh, that's serious business when you start messing with the Word of God. Right. Now, Christians are told in James one twenty six that if you don't control your tongue, mm-hmm. then your religion is vain. Your tongue, like your language, then. Yes, right. What you say? Yes, what you say. Uh-huh. Then your religion is vain. Like, what kinds of things might that include? Well, if... If you're someone on the one hand who says, Jesus, 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 and yet then you're, you're gossiping. Slander, gossiping and you're swearing and you're lying, lying and etc., that kind of undermines everything that you claim you're accomplishing. You know what? I think it grosses everyone out. And people are like, oh, you call yourself a Christian? Even non-Christians can see like, what is going on? Right. You know, the duplicity is just gross. So what other... Things are we avoiding on the ifs? Let me see. John 15, 6 is the passage. If we abide in Christ, there's good stuff. But if we don't abide in Christ, we end up like a branch that is tossed away and burned. Uh Uh-huh. Like a pruning. He prunes us if we don't abide in him. And when it says abide in him, is that a loyalty to him expressed by living a life that honors what how he told us to live a life? Yep, I think that's exactly the context there. Yeah. There is a, there are some a passages person. back in Ezekiel about like if you're a righteous man, mm-hmm. but if you're a righteous man and you turn from your former life of righteousness, mm. then all, none of your righteousness is remembered. Wow. Yeah, you got to you got to finish strong. So there's no one saved always saved in that passage. No sir. There certainly isn't. And I think that's probably good on those passages. Okay. Very good. So those were all kind of like curses how to avoid use your ifs, like make the choices that avoid really things that you do not want to ever experience. So now we're going to end on a positive note. We have got a series of ifs that God offers to us. He gives us the power to choose these things so that we can have certain blessings. He is waiting to bless us. He want, This is what he wants us to do with our ifs. So what are some of these blessings if we do the right thing with our ifs here, Mark? Uh, John 8, 31, the first one, if if you continue in my word, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you'll be my disciples. Mm-hmm. What does it look like when someone's continuing in his word? Well, they're not arguing with the Bible. Oh, okay. That's one thing. Right, right. They're not nitpicking it. They're not, okay. They don't view it themselves as a judge or a critic over it. That's the thing. I can't stand that where it's like, um, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, if I think it's, uh, yeah, guess what? It's judging you, my friend. They're not going to have this knee-jerk reaction of, 
well, that's just your interpretation. Well, wait a minute. I just read what the all verse I said. Did I, didn't was get, read <laughs> I didn't give any interpretation at all. Right. So abide in Christ's word. Again, I don't know how you do that unless you have a daily habit of looking into the word of God. First John 1, 7, if we walk in the light mm-hmm. as he is in the light, mm-hmm. his blood cleanses us from mm-hmm. all sin. Well, that one's reminding me of when it says, thy word is a light unto my path, Mm. you know. And so it's the word of God, like we can see where we're going. You know, you can, uh, the world gets dark, dark, dark. And God's word shines like a flashlight on your feet. And so you can see where the rocks and the snakes and all the things you don't want to step on. You know, he's like, look out for this, look out for that. In Ezekiel 18.21, it talks about if a wicked man turn from his wicked way, he'll live. Mm, so even the wicked the wicked be, can be saved if they just give up their sin. There's another passage that sounds a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Romans 11.23, mm-hmm. speaking of um, Israel in the first century, mm. the Jewish people that had not obeyed the gospel, God said, you know, if they don't continue in their unbelief, okay. they can be saved. Yeah. Oh, that's refreshing because, yeah, so don't count yourself too wicked to do a 180. You know, the power of God, he can change you to the core. That is encouraging, really encouraging. Romans eight thirteen. if we put to death the deeds of the flesh or the deeds of the body, we will live. So mm-hmm. don't ever think that there's a temptation that you cannot. Mm. put an end to mm-hmm. um, don't buy into this idea that once you're drunk you're always going to be a drunk mm-hmm. or once you're this that there's you can actually put an end to a life of giving in to the flesh i mean the early christians were that way yeah. the corinthians the corinthians had been drunkards and fornicators and homosexuals and they weren't that way anymore Gotcha. And you know what's interesting? A little personal testimony right now. The man I'm sitting across from right now, cold turkey alcoholism in one night. The first night we met, he never took another swallow of alcohol since then when he was 20 years old. So yes, it's hard. Was it hard, honey? Or you don't, didn't look like you were struggling. But well, when you realize what's at stake. Uh-huh. This is life or death. There's some right. motivation there. Absolutely. Right. What's next? Galatians chapter 6, mm-hmm. verse 9. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will reap if we don't faint. Mm. And so, like you said, we have go to finish. The distance. We have to finish strong. Finish strong. Go the distance. Don't faint. Like, oh, I can. Sometimes it does feel like a battlefield and you are catching your breath because trials can go one after the other after the other. And I mean, you feel faint, but do not faint. And I think about how he refreshes our souls. That he is called the living water. That's That'll keep you from fainting. Take in his wisdom and pray every day for him to just fill you back up. Second Peter 1.10 is a great passage because that's the passage that starts in verse 5 about mm-hmm. what to add to your faith. Okay. Now, then it says, if you do these things, that is, if you, if you add like the things like your faith and knowledge and self-control if you add that Uh if you do these things it says you will never stumble you don't have to fall away you don't have to lose your faith yeah if you continue growing if you continue adding the qualities to your life that god says yes then you will never stumble god says and so there's a promise there yeah that's conditional if you do kind of jot this down and look up that second peter chapter one and look at those qualities because they're preventative that's what we want. We want to kind of be ahead of the game, morally speaking, right? Preventing 
the chaos that will happen if we don't put on these beautiful qualities that Second Peter 1 talks about. John twelve twenty six, Jesus said, if a man serves him, the Father will honor him. Mm. So we've kind of we've, mm-hmm. we've kind of noticed mm-hmm. those things. To please Jesus is to please the Father, isn't it? Yep. There's a couple of passages in the Chronicles, Second Chronicles fifteen two, okay. First Chronicles twenty eight nine, yeah. that have the same sort of theme, and oh. that is if you seek God, you can find Him. Mm-hmm. That that God is actually found by people that seek Him. There's a number of people out there that claim like, well, I'm just trying to find God, and yet you're like you're going like, I don't know. It looks like you're trying to find anything but God. Yeah, yeah. So another God, right? Yeah, and so go to India. If you truly want the truth, Mm -hmm. you will find the truth. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so that seeking kind of really speaks to the effort on our side of this thing, that it is a looking and a looking, and the looking mark is your face in the Bible, isn't it? That's how you're seeking God, right? Right, and I guess also looking at yourself of your need for God, like seeing Uh your own sins, uh like man, do I need some help? Yes, hungering and thirsting for righteousness. So we have some now that ha- kind of have a common theme. Okay. Matthew ten twenty two, um, the person that endures to the end. If you endure to the end, you'll be saved. Oh wow! Which is much like Romans eight seven. Okay. If we suffer with him, uh-huh. we'll be glorified oh, with him. Right, right. Or. Second Timothy two twelve. If we suffer with him, we'll reign. What does that mean? With him, reigning with him. I think it's the idea that if we remain faithful to Christ, uh-huh. and we push back for it, okay. but we hang in there okay. and we don't, uh-huh. we don't deny him. Uh-huh. Is that when Jesus shows up, we will be part of the victory? Gotcha. Totally makes sense. So there's some motivation to stick with it when the going gets tough and you know what the going might be on the brink of getting really tough hang tough tough times really bring out the best it, historically you see it time and again sometimes the more that darkness is running rampant the contrast of that the christians just hang tough through amazing amazing uh pushback so we have some that now have another kind of common theme colossians 1 22 and 23 mm-hmm. if you continue in the faith okay and then hebrews 3 6 if we hold fast Mm. our confession mm-hmm. that is the same yeah yeah and in hebrews uh, same thing in there in hebrews chapter 3 verse 14 if we hold fast and gotcha. so those like you said those are all those not giving up we hang in there we, yeah. we don't give way we don't compromise at all we stick to our guns right and i picture these people like during hurricanes you see that footage of people just like you know when the palm trees are sideways and the people are like clinging to it like crazy, you know, just, and that's the kind of clinging that I visualize. You know what we don't want is there's a lot of people that have a lot of spotlight. And when those people renounce, and we've seen a lot of that in our generation where, where people who once were very vocal for Christ, suddenly they do a 180 and, you know, they just start walking lockstep with what the trends in culture, man, you can do a lot of damage when you're not steadfast. Anything else there, love? I think that's it. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for walking us through these ifs. And so our prayer to you is that you will use every if to the glory of God and to the betterment of your own life now and in eternity. God bless.